Welcome to the Wager Makers Podcast with Webb and Schmidt. Brick by brick, baby. I'm freaking out, Webb. <laughs> there be no man. Stupidity is going to be an asset. What a bunch of crybabies. Hello, my name is Steve Smith, and this is Rob Weber. Say, hey, Webb. Hello, hello. What's up, Smith? What's up, Webb? I'm Smith. That's Webb, and we are the Wager Makers. This is the Wager Maker Podcast. Thank you all for joining us. Got a lot of action. We're down to the final four in the NFL. We got college hoops. We got NBA. We got NHL. Lots to talk about. A uh, big round of playoffs uh, in the NFL just got over. We got the final four coming up. And, uh, Webb, this is Wager Maker Podcast number 78. Brick by brick, baby. Time flies when you're having fun, Smith. Um, 78, another one came easy to me. I'm sure you're going to frown upon this one yet again. Uh, Leon Lett, the big cat, number 78 from the Cowboy Heyday. Defensive tackle, loved him. Infamous for his uh, debacle on uh, snowy snowy Thanksgiving Day in Dallas. Well, I, I guess was it in Dallas or it was against Buffalo? I think. No, it was against Miami. Miami. I guess it was, it in, was Dallas. in Dallas. I believe it was. Yes, in, obviously snowy it was snow and uh, it was in Dallas, not in Miami. And it was funny. Everyone laughed. You know, Cowboys laughed all the way to yet another Super Bowl victory that year. So that that was mine. It came pretty easy. Seventy. I don't need to look it up. That's why there's no exotic guys on there. So. Right. Wasn't he also he was also the one wasn't he the one running the ball when the the Buffalo Bills receiver uh, knocked it out of yes, his hands? Too? Yes. Yep. Yep. Smart guy. <laughs> he was a great player, but uh, also um, just showed up when I looked it up. Uh, I didn't have a 78 top of my my head. Um, Art Shell, offensive lineman for the Raiders and uh, oh, yeah. and uh, actually a, a coach for the Raiders a couple times as a head coach. Yeah. And also Anthony Munoz, a perennial all-pro offensive tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, famous number 70. This is turning into the top 100 Dallas Cowboys of all time, but it's all right. I'll hey, give you a little. I'm, I'm going to ask you to give me a little today, too. So yeah, we'll, give, yeah, we'll yeah. give you a little bit uh, today early on. For your fucking nonsense. <laughs> and, and a little trivia, Leon Lett, till this day, he's been a defensive line coach for the case. He's, he's like a pet cat for Jerry Jones. He's been a, uh, and he survived. He's like a cockroach. Every, every, uh, every, you know, every, every regime, every, every, every regime, exactly. He survives. Like the building falls down, but he still, he still walks out. He's been there for quite a number of years. Like a long time now. <laughs> that's funny. So he just he just remains on Jerry's payroll. So for yeah, payroll. yeah, right. I guess that's what he listen. You, you anyone who takes a job, you just gotta you know. There's one that that's staying. So. <laughs> and he, it looks like he he made it on this one too. So oh, he's he's even with the uh, McCarthy regime. He's hanging in. Well, yeah. Well, even they fired the defensive line coach. To def- and they brought in a new coordinator. They brought a new defensive line coach. <laughs> but Leon Lett survives still. He must be like the mole for for Jerry Jones, yeah, you know, right, just right. stay there. Just like, you, you, gotta, you gotta watch what you say. If you're McCarthy and stuff, you gotta watch what you say around. Uh, right, you know, right. Yeah, put him in a corner and just see. Uh... <laughs> All right, Webb. So some big games this past week. Obviously, uh, the Ravens got knocked off by the Bills. Um, what were the other games? Well, I'm gonna pat my back on the, uh, myself on the back here yet again. The Lamar Jackson. When, when are we gonna say that this experiment is over? Yes, they made the playoffs. Okay. So you want to make the playoffs and, and get embarrassed, you know, at this point again, it's over. He's not going to work. He can't do it. He, well, I, let me, let me, let me, he, yeah, um, he cannot do it as is. You need to throw the ball at some point to win at, at this level. Um, that was a hell of a move he made in that game last week yeah, or whatever. Tennessee. Correct. Yes. Uh, but that, that was it. So, you know, you, you got to score. You can't score 13 points. You can't have the quarterback. Scoring every touchdown in, in, at this level of the playoffs, so we were right about Lamar Jackson. Right, we I got just, that one right. We I, had the Bills I, I for sure. Now, as the quarterback, we got that one right. We had the Bills, obviously, and then um, we, we 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 on the show last week we took the the Packers, and then we kind of kind of had a change of heart on uh, Saturday morning, I guess it was, and went with the Rams, but we still had the over in that game. I think think that came through. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one. I I mean, I'm still waiting. Aaron Rodgers is just he's the toughest guy to root for, but he did, he's good, man. There ain't no doubt. Right. And then um on Sunday, I guess we had uh we had taken the Browns plus the points and they covered. Crazy game. Obviously, Mahomes, we'll be talking about that a little bit later about the concussion protocol and whether or not he's going to be able to play or whatever. And that game coming up. Uh, and then and then the late game, obviously disappointing for me, but we did have the Buccaneers plus the three. And we had the over. They didn't. I don't think they got the over. But uh, no. But we had the nope. bucks. But we had the bucks plus the three here. Obviously, you know, I uh, went with my heart a little bit on uh, Sunday afternoon. I, I went against what we did, and I put some money down on the Saints. I got caught up in the in the hoopla down here in the French Quarter, and uh, 
and went ahead and put a little money on the Saints that didn't 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 turn pan out. You don't learn. You don't learn. It, every time this year, you're not going to win. It's happened time three, four years in a row. It just doesn't. You know. Hopefully next year you won't have the same heartbreak. I got, I got, I got a few things I got to get off my chest here, Webb. And I, we, we, uh, we got in a group text today, and I kind of told you what path I wanted to go down on this, uh, this show tonight a little bit. Um, I got, I'm wearing my, I'm wearing my Drew Brees jersey. I'm wearing my Drew Brees jersey, and I want to go on record a little bit as saying, if you don't mind, just, just hear me out a little bit and uh, let me say my piece, and then uh, we kind of went back and forth with the, with a group text with the guys today, and a little bit of little bit of disagreements and agreements, but this isn't really about uh, about that as much as uh, I got a, I got a little something to get off my chest to Drew Brees. I think in our in our in our efforts here at the Wager Makers podcast to stay impartial over the last couple of years, we've been in this in this business for about two years now. Set like we said, 78 episodes. Um, try try and do our best to stay impartial. And like I said last week, we took Tampa. We took Tampa last week. Go ahead. What, what, I try my best to be impartial. Right, but 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 every guy on the top hundred is from the Dallas Cowboys. But yeah, we both try. We both try. Yes. Do you hear? Do you hear any any? Do I have a fucking Jack Prescott jersey on? Right? Did I have that when he broke his leg? Am I gonna do? Did I do a eulogy at that point? Well, there's no eulogy here. I just I got I got a couple things I'd like to get off my chest. If you just let me, um, we can move on and then and then I'll argue with Drew Brees about Drew Brees with you for the rest of the night. Or if you want to agree with me or disagree, I got I got something I got to get off my chest. Now, in our in our in our haste to be um, in our efforts to be impartial, I think it you know I was very critical of Drew in the last couple of years since we've been doing the podcast about about um, his physical abilities later in his career, um, about some of the things he said in the media. Unfortunately, later in his career, got him into a little he got in a, in a shit wave heat wave, but both sides of the of the standing sitting kneeling. The quote was, "It's not going to end well in New Orleans for Drew Brees." Okay. Well, that being said, um, I, I got some things I want to say to Drew Brees, and it, it, I, I think people might have misunderstood as me being a being a fan and a supporter of Drew Brees. So, what I want to say is this: we could we could talk about we could talk about stats all day long. We can talk that Drew Brees is a Super Bowl champ. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He's thrown for eighty thousand passing yards, number one in for in in, in the NFL history. Five hundred and seventy plus touchdown passes. A two-time offensive player of the year. Walter Player Man of the Year. Um, when the, when he got to New Orleans uh, from nineteen sixty-seven to two thousand and six, the New Orleans Saints won one postseason football game. And from two thousand six until two thousand twenty, they've now won. They, he, he won nine. He went nine and eight in the postseason. He's thrown for 5,000 yards five times. The only other quarterbacks that have did it have did it only once. Okay, he's a third time, 13-time Pro Bowler. Uh, seven times he won the yardage leader for the year. Four times he was the touchdown leader. He's the 2010 Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year. The 2010 AP Male Athlete of the Year. He's got a 98.7 career playoff win percentage. But that's not that's not what this speech is about. All right. That's How not could he have a 98.7 play? He just said he was nine and eight in the postseason. 98.7 career passer rating, and he was uh, nine and eight in the postseason. As 98 percent. Okay. Um. All right. I want to tell a little story, if you don't mind, uh, humoring me for a few minutes. <laughs> what am I gonna say? All right. So I want to tell you about uh, 2006, Webb. Uh, 2005 was a very difficult time here in New Orleans. Uh, it was coming off of Hurricane Katrina in 2005. Um, there was talks of, uh, in 2005 season, the Saints played home games in Baton Rouge. They played a home game at the New York Giants. They played home games in San Antonio. There was talk of the Saints leaving New Orleans and playing in San Antonio or other places were looking for, t- um, many places in New Orleans businesses were, were, were not sure, much as COVID is today, not sure how things are going to turn out in the end. Not sure if New Orleans was going to bounce back. Not sure, not sure what was going on. We were all in a rebuilding, but, but we needed some some big name people, some big businesses, some some big time people to step up and and, and show that New Orleans was here to stay and that New Orleans was going to stick around and New Orleans was going to bounce back from Katrina. At 2005, Tom Benson uh, got rid of the whole staff. After that, it was the Hazlitt. That was the Hazlitt, Aaron Brooks, uh, Joe Horan type type regime. Um, and he brought in brought in Sean Payton to start 2006. And with him, he brought in uh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees was coming off a devastating shoulder injury. Uh, Miami was looking at him, uh, but didn't quite make the same commitment to Drew that Sean Payton did. Nick um, Saban. Yeah, there you go. And um, I think they they ended up getting Dante Culpepper, if I'm not, not mistaken. Anyway, New Orleans took a big chance on Drew with the shoulder injury, and 
And Drew took a big chance on New Orleans uh, coming here in a, in a city that uh, really didn't know what was going like to be like to bounce back. Um, and not so, soon after that, and not only that, but, but Drew Brees didn't just do what the other NBA stars and the other um, NFL stars usually do and buy themselves a big house in the suburbs. Drew and his wife, Brittany, they bought a house in uptown New Orleans, um, a rebuild, a re, 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 rebuild of a, of a really beautiful house uptown that, uh, that was devastated during a storm and really, really rebuild and, and really started to become part of the fabric and part of the community here as opposed to just, just another player living in the suburbs making a gazillion dollars. He was a big part of the comeback. Um, soon after Drew Brees got here, all of a sudden, um, word got out that the Houston Texans were going to be picking, um, Mario Williams as the number one pick instead of Reggie Bush the same year, 2006. Um, unbelievable news. All of a sudden it found like, it sounded like Reggie Bush was going to fall in the Saints lap. So it was just more, more excitement coming around the team, but not everybody knew what was going to be there. We were just happy. We were just happy to know that the team was going to play. We had, there was a, I don't know if you remember, you remember the pictures of seeing the pictures in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina and, uh, the devastation. Yeah, I mean, and, of course, uh, of course. And, um, the Superdome just had, just had, Pieces of siding falling off the side and the, the roof nearly collapsed and, and holes and sunlight and rain coming through the Superdome. And I remember going to work every day during this time. It was a couple of years almost of uh, and a big batter outside coming, coming September 2006 Saints football. And I'd pass that sign every day to work, pass the sign every day to work, pass the sign every day to work. And I just remember being like, man, I cannot fucking wait. I cannot fucking wait for that day. It was a it was a big day if you if you're dealing with New Orleans and seeing all the devastation and and day to day living and uh, seeing that devastation. So finally, going into the 2006 season, um, sure enough, it was the third game of the season that would be, and and so we were just excited, just excited to have football. And um, so anyway, the, the season starts. The Saints play on the road two games in a row because the Superdome wasn't ready. So they, they play Green Bay and Cleveland, both road games, and they en- end up winning both. Cleveland, they won opening day. You're like, yeah, well, it's Cleveland. They got a good, you know, new regime. They won. Drew Brees played a pretty good game, whatever. Uh, then they go to play Brett Favre. Uh, Rodgers wasn't even there yet, and or he was maybe as a backup at the time. They go to play um, – Green Bay, and they win that one. So two, two and zero. Oh. So all of a sudden, this game that was just going to be like symbolic, all of a sudden meant something because the Atlanta Falcons were also two and zero, oh, and the New Orleans Saints, all of a sudden, their arch rivals in the NFC South was was also uh, two and zero. Oh. So anyway, we all know what happened at Day Web. You were there. You were there. Yep, I um, was there. I was a Saints season ticket holder for a number of years. Yep. So um, just. Great. I often say that it was it was the the best day of my life. I say it to my wife and stuff, and she gets she gets kind of annoyed at me. But she was there, so it's not like I'm saying it was some day that 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 she wasn't around. It was the best day of my life. It was also hey, we talked to our buddies today, Jeff Plasinski. I think it was his bachelor party was going on at the time. Um, all the guys were there. Um, obviously that's the big day. Um, Steve Gleason blocked the punt. U2 Green Day. Uh, the Saints are coming. Uh, the, the, it was the, it was the coming out party for the city. And I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day, right? And since that day, that was just the beginning, Web. There's been so many days since then, right? And I'm not talking about the X's and O's, and I'm not talking about the wins and losses, but I was also there uh, for a Monday night football game in 2009 when the Saints just beat the shit out of Belichick and Tom Brady and the Patriots. Drew Brees was the first quarterback ever to throw for five touchdowns against Belichick, and his passer rating was a perfect 158.3, and they ended the game with uh, – the New England Patriots, uh, with Tom Brady sitting the bench. There was many what memories. Year, what year was that? What's that? What year was that? 2009. 2009. What year is it now? It's 2020. I'm getting to a story. It's a building a story. It's 21. called a story. I'm building up. I'm building up. All right. We're waiting. All right. So what I'm trying to say here, I'm not talking about, we, we can argue about Drew Brees' legacy. We can talk about where he stands in the national picture and what, where he stands in the thing. But I want to take this moment right now to tell Drew Brees, thank you. Thank you for being there for us. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for helping us along the way for 15 years, being a being a stand-up guy in the community. And, Webb, I'm not just talking about wins, right? I was there, a, a, a 13-0 Saints team, when the Dallas Cowboys came in, and you were in there, too, on Monday Night Football. Yeah. And Dallas came in the house and whooped them, right? Yeah. But it was a great day. We had a fucking awesome weekend. Me, you, the boys had a, had Allegedly. a great— Allegedly. It's, it's all a blur. Uh, not, I mean, I, I guess I was there. All right. Well, I remember that shit like it was yesterday. You, I saw a big white T-shirt up in the 600 section getting in fights and stuff. I think that was you. That, that was probably me. Right. But anyway, I remember being in the Superdome uh, when when Brett Favre 
got beat with the Minnesota Vikings and Hartley hit the field goal to win to go to the Super Bowl. All right. And I'm not just talking about the wins. I'm talking about your game. I'm talking about wins, losses. I'm talking about all the great times I've had in the Superdome for the last 15 years and watching games and spending time with my wife, spending time with my family, spending time with my best friends, watching Drew Brees play football. For always being a stand-up guy, Drew Brees, I thank you. For being here for this city, I thank you. For all the times I've had over the last 15 years. Brees took a chance on this community, and he's been a fabric of this community for a long time. And I can't even, I can't even state it enough how much, uh, how much he helped the city in the comeback and uh, how much he'll free, be forever ingrained um, in, the, in the fabric of the city. He, I've been there for playoff games time and time again. Just some, some of the greatest days of my life, Webb, were spent with this dude um, rooting for him. And I can't think of a better guy that I would have to root for in my entire life. So we can, we can argue who's the greatest. And I'm not saying he's the greatest of all time. He's certainly the greatest saint to ever play the game. Uh, I give, I give the, the Saints fans a lot of shit about stuff to cry over a lot. If you want something to be sad about, be sad that the Drew Brees regime is over. You know, we're going to move on. The Saints are going to be okay. They have a great front office. They got Sean Payton. Uh, you, but, but, but Saints fans don't know how spoiled they've been to have a kind of guy that you can root for on and off the field every week. And if Drew Brees, if you're out there, the Drew Brees family, I want to say thank you for an incredible, incredible 15 years. And I appreciate everything you've done. Some of the greatest times of my life have been over these last 15. It's much appreciated. And thank you for giving me a second there. to. to give all right. Well, well, first of all, Drew Brees... Whatever. Yes, he was there for a lot of that shit. You were rooting for the Saints. It had nothing to do with Drew Brees. You would have rooted for me if I was the quarterback of the Saints at that point. A couple important things I wrote down here. Number one is you said 2006 when he got there. Same year, coincidentally, that Sean Payton got there. What, what happened these past years when Drew Brees was out? Did the Saints miss a beat? No. You, you got one player, one person to root for if you're a Saints fan. He's still going to be there, and it's Sean Payton. Second of all, you said Drew Brees took at Saints on on New Orleans. No, he didn't. What fucking choice did he have? He got Miami didn't want his ass. He had two choices, and he took the one that would take him. He did some good shit. He yeah, listen, you, you can't argue with his stats. Number one in passing, but he's better see. And, and because that is that is a system dude who 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 went into that whole. It wasn't for Sean Payton. Drew Brees would be would be the quarterback coach of fucking Purdue right now. Okay, he, he'd be Dave Hunt with, with a with a better college record. Come on now, no offense, dude, but come on, dude, you you, you got you, you're losing all credibility. First of all, stop step, moving around because back. nobody's hearing your step argument. Back. Stop moving all around the table because you're cutting back. out. Well, you told me I can't touch the table, so I got to step back. No, you, yeah, Drew Brees it's cutting out took on no it. chance. Drew Brees, Drew Brees went to the contract that was offered to him. Okay, that's what he did. And thank, thank you, Drew, for taking the, what was it, $150 million that he made over these years? Thanks, Drew. You're a stand-up. Wow. You bought a house in New Orleans? Whoa. What a guy. Here's $50 million. Here's $150 million. You're great. Now let's go back. All right. Let's go back, Smith. You said 2006, okay? Right? Coincidentally, that's when Sean Payton got to the Saints, okay? You, there's one, Drew Brees, you can't. Deny the stats, the wins, Super Bowl MVP. Hey, good for him. Awesome. That can never be taken away from him. He deserved that. He worked for it. He earned it. Without Sean Payton, Drew Brees would be coaching, he'd be the quarterback coach of Purdue. Or if he was lucky, he'd be the head coach. But the other quarterback, Brom, is not a coach. He'd be Dave Hunt with Dave Hunt of Purdue. No offense, Dave. And for you to say that Drew Brees took a chance on New Orleans is ridiculous. If Drew Brees had his druthers, he'd be in fucking South Beach right now throwing touchdown passes to whoever. He wanted to go to Miami. That's where he went. He went where they signed him. And you're going to thank him for taking a house, buying a house in New Orleans and for taking $25 million a year for eight, nine, ten years? Okay, Drew. Thanks. Thanks, Drew. Come on, man. You better. Drew, I'll tell you one thing. Drew Brees needs to worship at the altar of Sean Payton. Without Sean Payton, there is no Drew Brees. Regardless, he's a good guy. Great. Him is what is his wife? Brittany? You're your friends with Brittany? Brittany. Yeah, good for Brittany. Good for the kids. It was so nice. Look at Drew Brees' family on the field. Okay, cool. My family's on the field after every fucking softball game, I coach. I don't see motherfuckers talking about that on the podcast when they're sitting in their fucking garage freezing their balls off, do I? No. Thanks, Drew. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for choking again. Three years in a row in the playoffs. And let's hear you talk some shit about when's the, the Saints beat who they beat Peyton Manning? He was on the, he was on the, that was two teams ago. So step off on the Drew Brees fucking, you know, Jesus Christ, Drew equals Drew Brees, please. 
Dude, spent some of the greatest times. I'm going to stand by what I said. Some of the greatest times if of my I life have been sitting. If I was quarterback of the New Orleans Saints in And if the guy was an asshole, it wouldn't be the same. I'm sorry. The guy was a go dick. Back, go back three months ago when you're like, uh-oh, it's not going to end. It's not going to end good for Drew Brees. There's a, that, that locker Well, it didn't end good for Drew Brees. It didn't end good. Did it? Because he choked again in the playoffs three years in a row. Dude, it's a, it's a choke. The dude's nine and eight career. You don't think he's playing in big games to get to the playoffs? I didn't say he didn't know, but now the game, two years ago he choked after the uh, Minneapolis miracle with in overtime with the ball through a pick. Last year the same shit in the in overtime fucked it up again. Now this year they just got beat because he can't throw the ball 15 yards. He had a great career, nothing against him. Move on. You got oh, no heart, Webb. You got no heart. I'm not talking about the fucking shit. I ain't talking, I'm talking about, about the time. No heart. It's a great time. I got no heart. That made 250 million dollars and went to New Orleans because that's the only team that gave him a fucking contract. No, no. Unbelievable. I'm trying to tell you something about the Drew man. Thirds. I was sad. I was sad. I'm sad to see Drew Brees go. I stand by it. Stand He's by sad. it. I, 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 I hate that. Let me tell you, Drew Brees is fine. Stand by it. Drew, I you, think can, you can, you can, you can wallow in your team's mediocrity for the next fucking 20 years. The fucking Drew, Dallas Cowboys Drew, have won three Drew, playoff games in the amount of that time that he's been here. Three. Looked it up. Yeah, I'm three playoff you. wins. I do fucking research. Since 19, since 1996, right they've won three fucking playoff games in Dallas Cowboys. Start it off the top of my head. I don't need fucking Google. I know it. Jerry Jones, because so Jerry Jones fucking, because he, because so he fucking hangs out on a yacht. So it's a feel good for the Cowboys. To Drew Brees I, I would gladly pay, play. I would gladly trade the last 15 years of of Saintsdom that that for the Cowboys piece of shit fucking franchise they got going on. Good for you. What the fuck do I do with anything? That and uh, two four dollars to get you a beer. Who cares? I said what I got to say. I said what I got to say to Drew Brees. To Drew Brees. I hope he's listening. I hope you're listening. Yeah, Drew, thanks for taking the money. You know, well, my heart breaks for you. Somehow I think you'll be okay. I'm not. My heart's not breaking for Drew Brees, man. I'm just going to miss him. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to miss him. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to miss rooting for the, yeah. that's, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to have a bad life. He's got, he's already got a contract with NBC. Or I'm not worried about him. <laughs> Talking about me. Go back to the table. Come on, season. What did Drew Brees say about his his granddad was in the fucking army or whatever it was? So what? Who cares? You're not allowed to you're not allowed to speak your mind unless unless you told to, to the fucking thing for the other side. I'm just saying what you said, man. I don't give a shit about. It. I don't give a shit what he says. I'm just saying you're all you're you're all wall up now. A couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, you were running a dude out of town. Nobody's running somebody out of town. I said it was going to end bad. It did. He's catching uh, flack for nothing for, for for giving it for laying it on the line every Sunday. He's catching yeah. flack. Malcolm Jenkins and his fake ass tears. Uh, all right, all right, we can move on. I just I had to say it, but I knew you'd give me shit. That's why I'm. I'm gonna. Hey, you know uh, Taran Matthew, right? He's for, he's a New Orleans guy, the Honey Badger. Of course. Just wanted to bring out what he what he tweeted the other day. And uh, who cares? I'm, I'm, I do. I do. I do. All right. That's the, the Honey Badger. badger. He don't give a shit. Honey Badgers don't give a shit about nothing. Would you said would you bring it up if he tweeted something bad? Yeah, maybe I would. No. I, I, oh, I've, no. I've been critical of Drew Brees in the past. That's the whole point of this. Okay. Have I not? What, what, what did the what did this so deep and philosophical honey badger have to I, say honey about Badger Drew was a New Orleans native? Just you know, being from New Orleans, Drew Brees meant everything to us in that city. At many times, our only hope. You know, to smile and feel good, to live in a winning reality. That man gave us all life. None of us are perfect, but he was close. Salute. Now, nah, that's the honey badger. Wow. Wow. That's the that's, Honey Badger. That's, that's going to go on his tombstone. And Honey Badgers don't give a shit about nothing. Right. 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 Except Drew Brees. Except Drew Brees. I didn't, I didn't expect, listen, I didn't expect you to understand, honestly. There's nothing to understand. I didn't expect you to understand. No, I don't understand. Never will. So I, somehow I think he'll be rooting for who's ever behind center next year come September. Certainly will. September. Certainly so, will. No doubt about there, it. No doubt about go. it. No doubt about it. All right. We can talk some about the other uh, the other games last week. Um, Kansas City, obviously, Mahomes went down. Um, the, the the fourth the fourth down play that fucking Andy Reid called to go for it and throw a pass with Chad Henney was unbelievable. Balls balls out Andy Reid on that play. I mean, I'm not the biggest Andy Reid fan. That's well known. But I mean, it, it, he was playing with house money. I, it was a great call. Obviously, it's always a great call if it if it if he gets it. But definitely ballsy play. I, they were the better team. He had, he was, he was, you know, he's kind of playing left-handed, obviously, without his quarterback. More power to him. We'll see, we'll see what happens this week. So we're down to the final four in, um, college. Any, any, any takes of interesting thing from, uh, college hoops web? 
which we're losing. We got Clemson tonight, and they're getting smoked by Georgia Tech. Um, this is the first time, Webb, since <laughs> night. Go ahead. No, it's just an odd year. I mean, I don't think Villanova's played three games or something. It's just an odd season. It's more than halfway done. I think Carolina's only going to have 26 games total. They usually have, you know, 30 wins in a season. Um, it's weird. Everything's fucked up. I, I mean, I don't know. There's no big takes. Yeah, it's, uh, there's two, it's a two-team uh, two team race. It's going to be uh, Gonzaga and Baylor, depending on who's going to play that out. So, you know, it's definitely a weird year. It's been a weird couple of years to be a Carolina fan. But, um I, I don't know, man. It, it's the NBA is the same way. It's just it's bizarre. I thought it interesting, Webb. This is the the first time since December 1982 that North Carolina and Duke are not in the not in the top top 25. Unbelievable. And then when you add Kentucky in the mix, who's also right. not in the top, it's been right. since 1961 that all three of those teams have not been in the top 25. And it's I mean Kentucky and and Duke are just outright bad, which is just crazy. And Carolina is at least young and, and kind of struggling a little bit. Um it, it's crazy. It's weird, man. It's it's like I said, but even in the top 2, the, the drop off from those from Baylor and Gonzaga is is dramatic. I mean, the argument would be Villanova, but I don't know if they, they played three games. So, I mean, what's going to happen, you know, when the tournament starts? It, it's 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 weird. All right, go over just real quick. Uh, the NHL, we've been starting to play some NHL games. I got a little bone to pick with you in that one too, Webb. Uh, we had we had the bubble team. I want to go on record right now and saying I'm from New Jersey. I'm a New Jersey Devils. I got no I got no horse in the race really. I'm a New Jersey Devils fan. Last year we we got behind the Rangers because uh, because they, they were in the bubble and the Devils were not. All right, yeah. you pick against the Devils every day. They got a, they got a good little thing starting here. You got, got burned by it a couple day. times. Your Rangers. What's what's the deal with these guys from New Jersey to try and get uh, to be Rangers? I don't understand. I don't understand this. First of all, it started last year when there's nothing else to fucking bet on. That's a. Yeah. If the it was in the Devils, the Devils would have made it. I'd be a Devils fan. The Rangers made it. The Rangers. They have. They're one of the first eight or whatever it was for hockey. They have a great history. I, there's back many times I've been to the Garden to see when Gretzky was on. I was there for ask your boy Kredensky. I was there for Gretzky's natural hat trick. I was there in '95 when they won it. So I have a tremendous amount of history, personal history with the Rangers. I wasn't the biggest hockey fan. I still am not. I'm trying to get more and more into it. There's no, to me, there's no discernible difference between the Devils and the Rangers. I spent more time personally with the Rangers. And even back in the kid, Waverly Place, we used to play street hockey. And I used to be, I used to say I was Phil Esposito. So shut the fuck up, Smith. You're talking more <laughs> shit. So another fucking bat down by Webb. Thank you. Oh, that what? Just shut the fuck up, Smith. That's your that's your comeback on it. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. all right. You got look another another. You beat me in another debate. You won, I guess. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> all right. So uh, anyway, we've been doing hockey. Make sure you check us out on Sports Watch Monitor. We've been doing hockey picks uh, on the regular as well. So we got, well, we got the Maple Leafs tonight. I think. Football time is uh, yeah. first quarter over. It was hot for a while, but it's cooled off here a little bit. So, <laughs> um, Webb. Um, your team, uh, the Mets seemed like they were making some moves. They picked up some couple of good players this week. And then they, uh, lo and behold, uh, Dick picks strike again. And uh, they got to get rid of the general manager. What's going on over there in uh, Shea Stadium? Let's, let's, let's slow the roll. Let's pump the brakes on my team. I, 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 let me be well known. I was a Mets fan growing up. Okay. I'm not the biggest baseball fan in general. Um, because I worked in the industry in 92, 93, 94, 95, when they were on strike, I was worked very closely with the grounds crews, particularly at Shea stadium. And I saw how that devastated them when these fucking douchebags went on strike. So having said that I am, I do have ties to the Mets. I, I was a Met fan growing up. Um, they're morons every day. It's just, I don't know how, I, I think I vet the dude that cuts my lawn, the landscaper that cuts my lawn. I think I vet him deeper than the Mets, the dudes that they hire. This guy was in, in, in charge of a, what's it going to be, $240 million payroll. They don't check out anything he's done in the past, like in the past couple of years even. And how about the dude? She, she, she ignored 60 text messages, Smith, 60. It's pretty, I mean, you and I can blow out a couple hundred text messages, but that's, you know, yes, no, like right back and forth. For someone to ignore 60, you know, outgoing messages to you, and then the genius thinks, oh, I know, I know what I'll get her to respond. I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to fucking get a little chubby going. And then I'm going to send that to it. That, that, this will get her. This will get her. I'm in. I'm in now. I don't, I can't understand. Listen, man, I'm 50 years old. I'm into my garage. It's fucking 29 degrees. Obviously, I'm the one who's a fucking moron. 
It would be a bad I, time. Where you're at right now would be a bad time for a dick pic. Right, right. I mean, you can't, like, I, even I know I'm not going <laughs> to fucking shove one out and send someone who ignored 60 of my fucking texts. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. When I mean, and then that, that shit, they've been holding on that for a couple years, man. You never know. That shit's going to come back. Gotta come and back have Beltran, they hire Beltran like they didn't do nothing. They did no zero due diligence on that one. I, I don't know. It, it amazes me. The more, the older I get, the, the, I just, just, I guess, shake my head. That's all I can do. All right. In the NFL web, we got a couple of, couple, some of these jobs are starting to get filled. Obviously, the Jets got the uh, defensive coordinator from San Francisco. Urban Meyer goes to Jacksonville. Uh, Campbell on the Saints staff goes to Detroit. Um, there's been a few others. Uh, anything anything stand out for you? Um, yeah, I, li- I like I definitely like two of those. I like uh, Urban Meyer. We talked about this, I think, last week. You just give him the keys to the car and you let him run. Um, you give him a couple years and see what's going to go on. I'm, I'm interested. Woo woo. Um, I'm interested to see what he does with the first pick. Obviously, everyone's assuming it's going to be Trevor, but it's interesting that he was he was the one who brought. If anyone remembers, Justin Fields was a transfer from uh, Georgia, I believe. He was one of the highest ranked quarterbacks going out there. But I do think it's going to be uh, Trevor. Now, Saleh, I think it's a great. He's a leader of men. That's what New York needs. They need someone to get behind. Um, it, it's. I think he hired the offensive coordinator. I think it was a quarterback. Uh, from the Niners, which is okay. I'm not sure. That That is a huge deal. They need someone that's going to get uh, whoever along there. Interesting Smith, uh, thing there, Smith. He's a Muslim. I don't know if anyone knows. I don't know what that I means. I didn't know that. I don't know what that has to do with but sure I do I. Know that. But I saw that pop up. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I think he's the first <laughs> Muslim head coach, for whatever that's worth. I don't know what that means. Now, Dan Campbell, it's another. He was a, he was interim coach there for a minute, right? He was on the Cowboys for a while. He's a hard-nosed guy. I don't know that that's the answer. What's he got? I mean, he's got some very important hires to do with his OC and his DC to see what's going on up there. That, that's just a shit show. It's been a shit show forever. And I'm not sure that was the uh, the best hire, but I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm open to it. But I don't know that that you need a whole program runner. And I'm not sure he's pro. He's he's a program runner. You need a CEO. And I think you might have hired a, a sales manager type thing. Um, interesting. A lot of talk, Webb, with Deshaun Watson. Uh, going around, um, any any think think there's some possible um, landing spots that might be good for him. Do a, a, a three-hour podcast on this one, just off the top, and I'm gonna tell you this right now. This is gonna be the best critique and and, anal- and analysis you're gonna get on any any outlet, not just a podcast, ESPN, ML, ML, uh, NFL Network, or whatever. There's a couple landing spots. First of all, this is unprecedented. This is like fucking you just you caught the Easter Bunny or you saw Santa Claus, you know, sneaky when you're sneaking down the, the stairs. This dude is literally could probably the second best quarterback in the league when you consider his age. And if you wanted to go without his age, he's the third best quarterback in in football. If you're the Jets, I don't know what Nick is thinking, Perone. You you fuck his question snatch. every time is like, well, how much is that going to cost? Fucker up in a heartbeat. Did that change? You become literally you're even with the Bills, and you're probably a little bit better than the Dolphins. If you're the now, if you're the Dolphins, you're now you're a front runner for the AFC. You're right there with the fucking Chiefs. Forget the Bills. Now, who can get it? A couple of things have to happen. First of all, the Chiefs, they, excuse me, the Texans, they have his rights. They have to trade him. What if they say we're not going to trade him? Well, he can say I'm going to retire. He was not going to do that for a couple of reasons. He's not going to, number one, he's not going to get paid. Number two is it's not like next season he can be like, okay, here I am, guys. I'm back. I'm a free agent. doesn't work like that. It's going to be a period of time where he's unavailable. They're going to own his rights for a period of time. So, and it's not even a bad thing for them to trade him because they have, first of all, no picks because of a horrendous job Bill O'Brien did bringing Laramie Tunsil in. I think they traded two first rounds and a second. And they're, I think, $50 million over a salary cap that's going down. So there were $50 million over the cap that's going to drop, I think, from 195 to 170. I don't know. I'm not sure the number. It's going down. They'd be prudent to get rid of them, the Houston Texans. There's, in my mind, there's only two teams that have the cap space and the assets to bring them in. That's the Jets and the Dolphins. Who, who do the Dolphins give up? You trade Tua. You trade your pick, which is now, I think, the number three pick, which they got from the fucking Texans, and whatever else they want. You want a second rounder or a third, you know, some conditional picks. It's probably going to be more than that pick and Tua. So whatever they ask you, you probably want to hold on to your second round. Maybe give them your third and, and maybe some conditional second round. If they want a player, depending on who the player is, fine. 
Now, what the Texans do with that is now you have two as your quarterback, at least a functioning quarterback. You're down, you have draft picks now, and you do, and you, you're out from a $156 million um, contract. Yes, there are ramifications for trading him, but you're still in a better spot. The second, ad, the second thing that the Texans do in that scenario, in any scenario, is you trade J.J. Watt. Same deal. Get, you, don't even, you don't even need a player. Just get, get out from under that contract. You want picks. Get two seconds, a first and a second, a first this year, whatever it is. Then you're back in business. You got a quarterback. You're losing games with or without J.J. Watt anyway. So there you are. Now, the other scenario for the Jet fans out there, and I, I can't I mean, Smith, you and I have been shaking our head at Nick for a couple of days now. If you're the New York Jets, this literally brings you back to 1969. You are not only relevant. From a loudmouth head coach, uh, Rex Ryan, you are you are a baller. You are a player in the National Football League, not only in division, in, in the league. You, who are you going to give up? You're going to trade your pick, whatever, that's number two pick, and you're going to give up Darnold. Why do you do that? Because the, day, the Texans need a quarterback that they can at least jog out there to the fan base and say, we got something. And with Tua and Darnold, it's a number one pick, and what was Darnold, the number three pick, whatever it is. And not only that, you can do a hell of a lot with the uh, – with that number two or three pick in the draft. Again, with the Jets, you're going to have to give up more. I don't know that they'd even want any players on the Jets, but you're just going to give up draft capital, and it's fine because you know, they get out from under, and they're going to get their picks. They're going to start new anyway, new head coach, new GM, and the dude is unhappy. You don't, the last thing you want is a, a, a quarterback that's unhappy. Second of all, a quarterback whose looks, you know, his reputation is little, literally spotless. It's like one of the best guys in the league. Everyone, the, town, the city loves him. There's not, not one person who's done anything bad about him. So you don't want him. You, you can't. It's not like an Antonio Brown where you got to do some. You got to do something to get some faith back from your fan base. So to me, there's only two destinations for them. And again, now the last part of that is Deshaun has to want to go there. He has a no trade clause, so he has to okay where he's going. It's been rumored that he said okay to Miami. Okay, if that's if that's the only place he wants to go, easy. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't come to New York. He's going to make more than $150 million in endorsements day one than that $156 million contract he's got. So I don't know why he wouldn't want to come. Maybe he's just the front office is so bad, which may be the fact. Then just go to Miami. Yeah, um, I think the Texans don't really have a choice at this point. It sounds like it's it's uh, it's burn bridges all around. So they got to do what they got to do. That's not the worst thing for them anyway. Yep. You know, yeah, they're, they're not they're not winning with him. At this point, they're not winning with J.J. Watt, so they need they need they need a total overhaul. And you know, when when you talk, ask, ask Nick Perone, he's a Jets fan, and he asked all the questions that losing franchises would ask. You know, well, how much yeah. the how much is it going to cost? Like, imagine if Deshaun Watson played for the Jets for the last three years and his contract was coming up. Nick, right. what would you say? You'd be like, sign the man, give them the money. <laughs> Well, that's all right, this is. Same, like the same past years, right? right. And you're going to have to pay. There's every every team that's going to at least think about making a playoffs is going to have a hundred million dollar quarterback, if not a hundred and fifty. So you're going to pay. You're going to what? Darnold's going to come. Either you're going to draft a quarterback in April, or you're going to pay Darn. Either one. It's going to be just a year later. You're going to pay whoever that is a hundred and fifty million dollars. And and when you talk about the salary cap, okay, a dude like Desha- like Darnold is not making your offensive line better. Darnold is not making your running game better. Darnold is not making your defense good. Darnold needs things around him. Deshaun Watson, he makes your offensive line better because it's hard to sack. He makes your your running game better because he can take off with the ball. He makes your defense better because you got a few extra first downs that he just picks up with his legs that, that, that wouldn't be. With Darn, with Darnold there, you know, what I mean, it's it's like, yeah, yeah, you you're you're sinking more into the quarterback position, but that means you can play with a little less all around, which is what you have to do when you're paying an enormous sum to somebody. But if you want quarterbacks, are what make teams win and lose in the NFL. It's a quarterback lead. That's been I mean, forever. Do you want one of the better ones or not? That's all. That's I mean, it, 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 it's, it's just not in, a, the, yeah. in the life it, of the Jets franchise. How many good quarterbacks have you had? One. Brett Favre. Who, Joe Na- we talking about Joe Namath? Right. And then Nick's gonna come back with uh, what's his face, the butt fumble. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, no, he he said Testa Verde the other day. Right. Okay. How, yeah, how he... an old beat that. It was like he was like he was a stopgap quarterback Correct. thirty years ago. He was he was your bridge from from like Ken O'Brien or fucking some shit Correct. to somebody else who still hasn't gone in the building and done anything. And now, and well, the argument is, and that everyone's what everyone's looking for. The hot the hot take is you want you got to get the quarterback underneath his his rookie contract that way you can pay everyone else around him. Okay, let, let's name one quarterback that's one under his rookie deal. Pat Mahomes. Now, Mahomes. okay, right. 
So Pat Mahomes are just, you know, falling off trees left and right, obviously. Right. So, right. I mean, I, I I don't know why you would draft. Who, even if you get Trevor, there's no guarantee that Trevor Lawrence is going to be. Even uh, they say Trevor Lawrence is the best project since Andrew Luck. How many how many trophies you see Andrew Luck holding over his head with fucking confetti falling down? Zero. Yeah, cool. Make the playoffs. Nice. I mean, I don't. I mean, if the New York Jets could grab Deshaun Watson, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lifetime change. If you have a, if my kids were Jet fans, my younger kids, it's a, it's a lifetime change. It's a change. Now the Jets are now going to be good for like your, their lives. Right. Right. This, I mean, it changes it's, everything. It's minimum, minimum, you don't have to think about the quarterback position for five years, maybe eight, eight or ten years. More than you know, that, yeah, yeah, more than five. Right. And like like you said, you put, you put it perfectly when you said, uh, you know, when you when you put age into the equation, he's in the top. He's top three quarterback in the league. You know, there's no doubt. Who would you right. take above him? Mahomes, of course. Mahomes. Take, that's, that's, you know, it. that's the fucking Easter Bonnie. That's the great white right. shark, whatever you want to call. Him. But there's not, you know, that's an outlier by far. All right. Jets. Anybody, anybody. If you have if you're able to. Go get Deshaun Watson. I saw something, Smith, that they said like there's all but I don't know, like 16 teams or something that shouldn't call. There's one team, one team that did not call the Houston Texans. To Kansas City, correct. Right. One team. Every other team, he'd be an upgrade. Every and other heartbeat. team, and he changes your franchise immediately. Even if you're the, if you're the, the the Packers, you'd say okay. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. So anyway. Okay. Stop asking loser questions. Right. Stop asking questions of losers and say, say do you want the best one of the best quarterbacks in the league in your building for the next five, eight years? The question should be, what What do you want? How do we get him? What What do I need? What do we need to do to get him in this building? All right. Moving on. Anything else we want to? We got We got two big games this week coming up in the NFL. Webb. We got We got some winners or what? Um. Yes. What's going on? Let's let's get ready. Right What's going on? Let's let's talk. We've been we mentioned Mahomes, Patty Mahomes, and Amico. Let's let's get into this here. What do you what do you think about that situation? I'll kick it over. You. I've been I, I was on my soapbox here for a minute. Well, I think the NFL has for quite some time now said that their most important thing in life is player safety. Let me. I'll start by saying they they've said this. For a long, long time now. And actually, somebody brought it up actually right on that day and said something about um, Mahomes and, and this Sunday's game. And I think the first thing I said was, they're going to come out right away and say it was mild. Like right right off the bat and be like, well, listen, it was a concussion, but it wasn't it wasn't that bad. He was feeling better. He was feeling better. You know, by by four o'clock in the afternoon, he was still, he was already feel, feeling well, better. Well, they're, they're already talking about the. When he was running through the tunnel there, right. I mean, that's the already their point. The, supposedly there's a concussion protocol that for most normal players uh, <laughs> and, and during the regular season almost always takes a couple of weeks. Is that not – it seems like to me. I don't remember too many concussions that have gone through the concussion protocol since it's been ingrained in the league and been back one week later. I, I would I would, I would, would take you one further. I'm going to say it's been – I've seen dudes out weeks. Right. Before one week, much. I don't know. I don't know that I've seen anybody back the next week. I believe he practiced today, just so you know. Oh, he's practicing. Like limited, maybe limited or maybe, you know, concussion protocol type practice. In uniform on the practice, definitely stretching. And like I saw him do that, that big walk where they they touch their toe or what they like almost like a loose walk type thing. So he's on the practice field in a jersey with the yellow penny on, on in shoulder pads, everything today. Today is Wednesday. Right, right, right. So that's not even saying like, oh, the first time well, he was that, in pants was Friday. Hours? I wonder what time. Yeah, I guess it's just over 48 hours. It's not 72 hours. So what I'm saying is the NFL is going to go after the money. That's what that's what I'm saying. The concussion protocol. Concussion protocol goes out the window when you're talking about money is all I'm saying. The NFL should just come out and say it. Mahomes is playing this week. That's it. I mean, I, I don't know that I can. There's no other way I can even. I can't hide from that. Yeah, just fuck it. Just say it, dude. He's a fucking professional. He makes five hundred million dollars. The mother. This is what the motherfucker gets paid for. He's playing. If he wants to play, we're not forcing him. If the dude wants to play, he's gonna play. Plain and simple. And if they're gonna hide behind, oh, he didn't get hit. He get he got choked out like it was an MMA thing. Did you did you see that argument? Like he lost, like uh, you see, like because he got hit in the neck, like he didn't really get hit in the head. Yeah, right. It looked like almost like a whiplash hit to the neck thing, maybe or something. But what, what the fuck difference is that? Like, listen, just lose the hypocrisy. 
We all know it. I mean, much more respect would be given to say, listen, he wants to play. He makes an ungodly amount of money. If fucking 25 years from now, he's got CTE, his choice, period. So that's what I mean. I think I think they're going to make it look like, oh, he's going through the protocol and each day, oh, he's doing better. And oh, and yeah. I think he's I think he plays. I he's think he practiced plays. today. So um, anyway, he's going to play and NFL's this is but this is different than every concussion protocol that we see all season long. If you ask me, I'm no doctor. I'm no doctor. Back, I, We've seen dudes three, four weeks regular season. So. But, hey, it's what I want to see. I don't want to see them play against Chad Henney. I'm ready to see him play against Mahomes. Don't don't get it twisted. I don't care. I want him to play. Good. He should right. play. You get paid a lot of money. Go play. You know what you're doing. If you don't want to play, don't play. If you don't feel like it, you know. That's, I agree with that. I don't right. Right. Don't make him play. Right. Dude wakes up. Coach, I'm ready. Go ahead, son. Now, get to the game. If he plays, they slaughter them. You think? I do. Well, uh, right now I, I'm I like showing you over more than Right now, I'm showing minus three for Kansas City. So that, to me, tells me they're playing that he's playing. Oh, that tells me he's not playing. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. You think the line would be higher than that? I do. I do. I'm still listen. The Bills. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm on there. I'm not bandwagon. I still have the visions of Josh Allen last year's playoff in my head. That that game. Um. Just you're you're in some you're in some deep water, man. You know. what I'm saying that's a team that's been there. They played in these games. They've lost these games. And then they came back the next year and won them. They've had bad mistakes that cost them those games. The offsides against Brady two years ago. They know the ins and outs. Um, I am not a Andy Reid fan, but the dude does not care. He's he, you know, he he clearly he's going to go and and be aggressive. They do have some defensive players that really haven't performed as well as they did last year. The dude on the defensive line, uh, Frank Clark, and the other guy in the middle, Edwards, maybe big dude. Um, What's his name is playing well? Honey Badger, your boy, the Drew Brees sycophant. Um, so they're due for a decent performance, I think. Um, and nothing against the bill. Air, you, you're, you're at the mountaintop, but you're, you're in some rare air and I'm just not sure that they're ready. And three points ain't, but I do like the over because if they get down, there's going to be zero passes by either team. Excuse me. Zero running plays called by either team. They're going to throw, they'll both throw it 60 times. I think right now we're looking at the over as 54. So maybe we'll, we'll wait, uh, for, for actual, for, for the picks. You're just, you say we're going with KC and over, right? And that's saying well, Mahomes is going to play. Correct. Without Mahomes, it changes everything. All right. Moving on. Um, Packaneers, uh, Packers, <laughs> Packaneers, Packaneers. uh, Packaneers. They, they're, they're minus three and I'm showing 51 as a total in this game. This is another easy one for me. You're gonna might look at me cross-eyed here. Okay. I'm all over the Brady. The Brady Nears are gonna fucking come in there and smoke them. This team has not played well. They have 12 wins. They have, still haven't put it together on the offense. Um, they held Michael Thomas to zero catches, I think, last week. Zero catches. Yeah, he had all kinds of surgeries. I think this week he would know better. Well, he's than gonna I. have two. He's gonna have two in the offseason, I believe. Right. Well, clearly he's he wasn't right, but holding that dude to zero catches is an accomplishment. Emmanuel Sanders had a decent day, not a great day, but that was just underneath type shit. So, again, uh, uh, Rodgers, dickhead, hard to root for, bad man, undeniable. He's he's broke my heart several times with the Cowboys. Um, the other dude, Devon, I'm, I'm taking the points in this one. All right, so we're going Packers, and um, what about – we're taking the Buc- Buccaneers. Buccaneers plus the three. In total, I mean, I could go either way. I, I mean, again, once – the, the, the Brady, uh, not Brady. Rodgers, if he's down ten points, he's not going to run the ball once. You know, if it's if that if they're if it's you know eleven minutes left in the third quarter, they're not going to run the ball. They'll run the ball three times the rest of the game, because um, he'll opt he'll he'll just audible out of any running play that uh, Lafleur calls. I don't know. Fifty one is kind of right there. I, I would go over before I went under, but I, I'm I'm all. What do you think? Uh, you I, I didn't hear what you said, man. You cut you cut it out. What? I said Brady's gonna win this one, no doubt. All right, we'll see. It's uh, it's a toss up for me. I'm down. I'm down with t- I, I, I'm down with going down with Brady if we're gonna go down. I mean, he's played he's played in New England his entire career. The cold isn't gonna bother him. And I don't know that the Packers have been I don't know challenged too much. And again, if they can do anything, if they can even hold Devontae Adams to six catches, 80 yards, and a touchdown, they win. I gotta be honest. I was impressed with the way the Buccaneers ran the ball last week and power ran the ball uh, with um, Leonard Fournette 
Yeah. And with their other other running back, I think Jones. Jones. Uh, good, two good power backs. Um, brings us an interesting question that came up on our Wager Makers talk group uh, today. Uh, Quinton Ross asked, um, if you had a last second drive uh, right now this week, who would you take, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? Aaron I guess Rodgers. you answered that question. If, no, maybe. I would take Aaron Rodgers. Yes, Aaron Rodgers. All right, well, hopefully it doesn't come to that this week. No, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Brady is the GOAT, uh, I, but he's just not there age-wise. I, I think the better team is certainly the Buccaneers. So, All right, fair enough. And then another question we had, actually the one that Quinton asked was this. Um, Aaron Rodgers ha- uh, retired this week as well. Hall of Fame, yes or no? Aaron Rodgers? Philip Rivers, sorry. Yes. First bat, he'll be up there with Drew Brees on the fucking podium, Smith, getting that gold jacket. I don't believe Rivers is a first ballot. I think he might get in. He's probably been long enough to get some numbers. I to me, go, go ahead, go ahead, and I'll, I'll rebut. To me, there's got to be times in your career to make it to the Hall of Fame when you're the the top in the game at that at that time, whether it be a year or two years. I don't think I don't think ever there was a point in the last 15 years of Philip Rivers's career that we said he's like the you know he had the best season or or he's one of the top two or three. I think he he's always in my mind he's always been a really good quarterback, but 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 always being a really good quarterback isn't to me a, a Hall of Fame type quarterback. I'm sure he's got numbers that he built up over many years, but I never I never would have say he's the top two or th- like his whole time there was there was the, the the Brady's the Peyton Mannings. I'll say Drew Brees. You can say whatever the fuck you want about that. Um, he he just was to me. He, he was always a very good quarterback, not not a great quarterback. Well, first of all, the dude was in the league 17 years, so just on the off of that volume, he's going to have right. a lot of numbers. I think he's the f- number five in in passing yards. The four guys in front of him are all going to. Well, Bruce is one, obviously. He's going to get in. The other three are in. The guy behind him is is Dan Marino. He's in. He's. I think he started. I think 250 games in a row or something like that. So 17 years. He's in AFC championships, many playoff wins. Just by the pure volume of it, you either get in by Super Bowls or stats. He's got no Super Bowls, and his stats aren't overwhelming like Marino's were. But he's better than Marino. Marino's in. Is that an I argument? Think, I, don't, I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he's better than Marino. He's in, in every statistical category is. Well, statistics again to me. I'm talking about the eye test. It was a different game when Marino played. When you say he's better than, you know, I, I didn't see Johnny United. So I'm just saying it's a different. Oh, I know. The stats are different that. now than they were. And I'll say the same thing for Breeze. The stats, the stats that he's putting up, it's a different game now than it was back when, say, Marino or Marino or Elway are around. That's but, uh, best. But I'm talking about watching a guy throw the ball. Marino was one of the best. I've oh, ever he's seen. got ugly. He's got an ugly mo. He's not pretty. I mean, I mean, I mean, he's a fashion show. You know, you want to fucking Eli Manning's in. He's I'm talking about playing the game. I'm not talking about the the throwing yeah, motion. He's got a bazillion wins. I mean, he's been playing for years. His teams have always been good. He's been a top seven quarterback. He's been a top seven quarterback for 15 years. Top seven doesn't make Hall of Fame in my mind. If you're in a top seven, and you, that's not top seven years? every year. That's not. That's not. That's not a Hall of Fame. That's a good quarterback. I disagree. I disagree. Well, for that long, that's to sustain that level of play for 15 years. You're in. To me, good. To me, good doesn't mean Hall of Fame. There's worse quarterbacks. There's worse quarterbacks that are in. I'll say that. And you say Marino is worse than Philip Rivers? Was that your argument? I disagree with that. Well, there's nothing. I don't think anyone. There's no. What? What? What would back you up? What? What? what, Just because you liked how Marino throw the ball better than Breeze threw the ball? Look at the look at the numbers. The raw numbers. I think are, Marino's just better. Looking at him, just like just ah. like when we talk about college football teams, who goes to that? Is it the resume? Or when you watch them, which I'm one's better? About how are you going to vote for someone to get in the Hall of Fame? You got to say because he throws the ball prettier, or you say who's got more yards, more wins, more playoff wins? I didn't say nothing longer. about the motion of their arm. I'm talking about who's the better, who's better thrower. Period. Who's Makes better quarterback? I, th- I thought I think Mar- I, I don't I don't know anybody that's seen them both that would say Philip Rivers is a better quarterback than Dan Marino. I don't, I don't know anyone that is that. Is, I don't, I don't I disagree with that. If that's what you, if you want, but to, to say Philip Rivers is a better quarterback than Dan Marino, I don't, I don't get that at all. had a better career than Dan Marino. Okay. Two different things. One's in the hall of fame. Why would one not be? I mean, so why would you want Ohio state in the, in the, in the playoff? Like, we, it's the same thing. We're talking about resumes or the eye test. You're talking about, you're talking about Philip Rivers resume. I'm talking about watching the guys play football. Who's better? Dan Marino's better quarterback. Who's the better team over time? Ohio State or Clemson? No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about no. We, when we talk about who's going to the playoffs, we talk about resumes or the eye test. Just like Notre Dame has a great resume, but we know they're going to get ass kicked. Okay, so who's the better team all time? Who deserves to get in the College Football Hall of Fame? Whoever we're arguing, A and M. 
That's not what we're asking. I'm saying this year, I'm not comparing apples to apples one season. Who had a better season? I'm saying who had a better career? Dan Marino's a better quarterback than Phillip Rivers. I'll fucking go for, for, um, forever and say that. The numbers dispute that. I, I will not okay. agree with that. I don't agree. All right, fair enough. I disagree. I mean, we disagree, but but I don't I don't I don't know I I, I can't imagine. I'll start asking around. Who is better, Dan Marino or Phillip Rivers? I can't I can't imagine anybody saying that Phillip well, Rivers is better well, than Dan Marino. Maybe when Marino's first year, probably. But over the next, what about year ten? Who was better? Uh, I would take Dan Marino today. <laughs> You'd lose Phillip fucking Rivers. No Philip, no quarterback sneaking Rivers. But well, anyway, that, again, that's. A demerit for sure. How many how many quarterback sneaks did Dan Marino do? Right. So uh, just interesting though, Webb. Just uh, since we, since we were talking about Drew Brees or whatever, I was talking about Drew Brees. Odds came out today for who might be the quarterback for the Saints next year in uh, this Odds Shark uh, website. Taste just so we know, Taysom Hill is minus two fifty. Um, Jameis Winston is plus six fifty. Drew Brees surprisingly enough is plus three hundred. You don't you don't want that. I'll tell you that right no, now. No, I, I listen. I'm 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 Miss Drew Brees. I'll forever have great memories of Drew Brees. He shouldn't be the quarterback next year, but I'm, I'm going on record saying that. He can't uh, throw the ball from here to my house. Tyrod Taylor is plus fourteen hundred. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is plus fourteen hundred. Kyle right. Trask, not even sure who that is, plus eighteen hundred. Trey Lance, not Florida. Uh, okay. Uh, Trey Lance, not sure who that is, plus two thousand. quarterback. Uh, Mac Jones is plus two thousand. Alabama. I can see. Uh, and Zach Wilson is plus 3,300. So they got a couple when, rookies. When do they, when do they pick in the draft? I don't know. Probably late. Probably late. Well, they Playoff they team late. Third, they, you know, trades, right? they don't have any picks like from a trade or anything. Right. The quarterback so. next year is going to be a combination of Taysom Hill and um, Jameis Winston. Well, I think it's going to be primarily Taysom Hill to be, see what right. happens. Right. It's not going to be a case of. I don't think it's going to be a case of James Winston plays a Drew Brees role and Taysom Hill plays Taysom Hill role. I don't think it's going to, but I could be wrong. You'd be much better off with Jameis Taysom Hill. The one, we'll dude, one thing you have is Sean Payton. He can game plan for anything, but it'll catch up to him. Yep. It's going to be a weird year because you need a quarterback. Taysom Hill was pl- three and one, just for the record, three and one as a starting quarterback. <laughs> Thanks to Sean Payton. Also, listen, when Sean Payton retires, I'll thank him too. All right? That, that, that would be deserved. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right, so that's the picks this week. Uh, Buck, uh, we're taking the Bucks, and we're taking KC, and of course this is contingent on Mahomes playing. Uh, and, and the over, um, and the over in Kansas City. Um, I just think that's that'll wrap it up for today. Thank you for listening to my little thing. My little thank you to Drew Brees. I appreciate all the years and good times I've had with my buddies and my family in the Dome. And I will thank him for it. That's the way yep. it goes. I uh, want to thank, especially though, Will Burr Investigations in over there in Monmouth County. want to thank MN3 Technologies. Uh, don't forget Thrive Fantasy, uh, the Wager Makers, uh, just not the Wager Makers. Wager Makers is the promo code there. Uh, put them in. I'm sure they have all kinds of props for these NBA yeah, games and the time the playoff yep. games and everything. Um, and we'll, we're going to try and get together, I think, maybe some type of uh, contest for March Madness, since that's coming up soon. Maybe we'll do some kind of bracket pool uh, where you can win some money. And also, you guys, uh, to be eligible, you can... Get us some new new listeners, some new subscribers and stuff like that to be eligible for the winnings. I want to thank you all. Devin's going to tell you real quick about how to get us on YouTube. Hi, this is Devin Weber. When you go on the Wager Makers podcast webpage, make sure to subscribe, hit the like button, and hit the bell to put on your post notifications. Thank you. Thanks, Devin. And don't uh, John Grow with the bumper music. Uh, also, See Really and Little Saint the Goat iHeartRadio, Google Play, you know you know all of them. Uh, Facebook, The Wager Makers Podcast. Get involved in the conversation at The Wager Makers Talk. Uh, Twitter at The Wager Makers. Instagram at The Wager Makers. And email us anything you want, thewagermakers at gmail.com. We were able to answer a couple questions of conversations came up. Makers Talk tonight, and that was fun. It's been going good. The little debate we have going on the Facebook page there. Good times. Check us out. Everybody, thank you very much for listening. Uh, hopefully you join us next week. Good luck in the games this week. Webb, take us out. Brick by brick, baby. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, you need to do Spotify or uh, YouTube is what we would prefer. That would be the best, uh, the best for us if anyone cares. But thank you everyone for listening. Um, we're gonna come back. This is gonna be a big week for us. Please check out our picks. We are heating up in hockey and uh, college hoops. NBA is still a little bit of a Welcome mystery. Who knows what's going on there? But uh, thanks everybody. Yeah. Brick by brick. Hey, shout out Wager Maker Podcast. Brick by brick, brick, by brick baby. baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here comes, Here comes the Wager Maker Express. Yeah, I got it.
I hear y'all sick of losing money cause y'all don't know how to bet Better hit that wage and make a podcast with spitting web They gon' show y'all how to do this, take these notes like y'all some students Y'all can't seem to pick them right, well tonight y'all lucky night Hit that wager, 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 make a podcast Wager, 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 make a podcast Wager, 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 make a podcast Your bookie getting sick cause we built this brick by brick It's that wager, 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 wager Wager make a podcast. That wager, 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 wager make a podcast. That wager, 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 wager make a podcast. Come and place your bets with that WM Express. Let's go.